you are welcome to another episode of this podcast if you have not subscribed yet please subscribe follow like and share with everyone today i start off with a quote attributed to gk chesterton and it goes like this don't remove a fence until you understand why it was put there in the first place well that's a paraphrase and this is something that i think it's truly profound especially in the age and the culture that we live in in the age of progressivism you know liberalism we hear a lot about deconstruction we hear a lot about reimagination a lot of things have been reimagined culture traditions faith beliefs they have been reimagined or deconstructed i remember having a conversation with a friend of mine a very good friend of mine and he was essentially asking um, if questioning faith or questioning what he believes um, if it's actually a good thing because in his heart of hearts he knows that um i guess it was about it, it is about christianity he was questioning that a lot of the things that he had come to know um or that he'd always known um he's having to question them and just to just to reevaluate them with the knowledge that he has now and was asking if that was wrong or if you know it's something anyone should engage in uh, if that was dangerous to his faith and i thought about it uh, well it, it it also something that it's a it's a notion a feeling that i got from this other friend more like a brother of mine is actually my mentor professionally and i got the sense from him that it's almost as if when you start questioning things especially christian faith because that was what the conversation was about that you might eventually just deconstruct yourself and basically find out that everything that you believed it, they, they were all lies and that might be something no one really wants and that's why uh, when you start asking questions um people get defensive people try to shut you up and you know it goes on and on like in in that line but i would say this right this is and this is what i told my friend when he when he was asking about um, this i told him i said look it is good questioning things questioning what you believe is true uh, oh, sorry question what you believe is is okay actually everyone should do that but with honesty you are seeking to get to the truth of what you believe granted there will be instances actually lots of instances where you come to realize that a lot of what you think was actually faith is not faith and it's tradition a lot of what you think is tradition or what you thought was tradition is actually founded on the eternal truth of the christian faith so you should question it but then go further to actually get into the truth don't stop halfway the problem with the the progressive culture or 
the liberal culture that we live in today is yes a lot of uh, this generation question things but they they are not questioning in order to get to the truth of it they they question so that they can tear down they question so that they can do away with and that's a problem because if that's the approach we are going to take then a lot of all that we believe will be torn down you know and those things are not necessarily inherently bad granted there are things that have been perverted but that doesn't mean that they they were all lies and that speaks to the quote that i started with that before you tear down your fence first know why it was put in there that rings true so much in the faith or our beliefs before you discard a belief before you deconstruct or before you throw away a belief or maybe a thought or a tradition first know why it was put in place in the first place you see this will go a long way in helping you in guiding you into the truth of why it was there you never know what was what those that put the fence there in the first place were trying to keep out or what they were trying to uh, stop from or prevent from escaping so you have to look at it from that perspective and actually get to the truth for yourself regarding the christian faith right now there's a lot of things happening today people coming up with new knowledge people coming up with so-called i'm using the air quote here with revelation some through dreams some came um, they have direct revelation from, you know, angels or Jesus came to them and, you know, basically gave them this new, deeper understanding, deeper knowledge. Everyone is seeking for something deeper, something more, something more profound, something more, you know, intellectual and things like that. Now, it is good to seek for wisdom, to seek for knowledge, but there is a bad kind of knowledge. There is a bad kind of wisdom to attain. The truth of this is everything that God will ever need to reveal to us has been revealed in the scripture. I have to say that again. Everything, every knowledge, every will, every precept, every instruction, every guidance, every everything we will ever need has been revealed in the scripture. God has revealed all that he will ever need to reveal in through the scriptures. There will be no new revelation anywhere. Any new revelation that contradicts the scripture is false. Or even if someone claims that there's a new revelation of something from Jesus Christ himself. Brethren, we have to be skeptical of revelations like that because they are causing a lot of division, a lot of confusion in the body of Christ, especially with those that have some near-death experience experiences or those that have it dreamers or those that claim to be taken into supernatural realms. You see, because those things are personal experiences, they cannot be validated. They cannot be falsified. 
You know, it is very difficult for anyone to prove it or to disprove it. So there has to be a standard that God has given us um, for living, for instruction, for wisdom, you know, and that is the scriptures. That is the scriptures. There is no need to to start seeking the deeper knowledge or deeper wisdom or deeper um, whatever. Even people have turned prophets today into diviners, you know. You go to prophets so that you can know the future. You want to know the future. That is, that is just demonic. That is paganistic. That is... That is silly. That is <laughs> that is again what the scripture really teaches. You shouldn't go there because of well, you want to know your future. You've turned prophets into fortune tellers. You want to know which career to choose. You want to know who to marry. You want to know what will happen if you take this step. That is you divining. That is you seeking knowledge of you get what i mean you know that is what people do with traditional <laughs> religion or occultic uh settings it is it is dangerous because you are putting you are setting up the prophet even for failure because not everything will be revealed to the prophet you know, not everything will be revealed to the prophet. We have to let the prophet function in the role that the scripture has prescribed for the prophet to, 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 to function. You know, previously in the Old Testament, prophets did, they were able to, you know, they received from God, they were messengers of God, they delivered the message of God when God has something to deliver specifically to certain people. Not when, sometimes when they inquire of the prophet, if the Lord hasn't said anything, they don't have to say anything because um because of that but oftentimes actually when you look through the scripture it is the prophets only come about when god sends a message to them through when god wants to pass a message a message through them to his people you know and if we read in hebrews i think hebrews 2 is hebrews 2 or hebrews 1 in hebrews 1 specifically the the the, the first chapters the, the 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 scripture says that in hebrews 1 that in the olden times in the old times god spoke through his prophet but in this present day he's speaking through to us through his son and all we have to examine are the words that jesus has spoken and that will constitute that will be um what we should follow now the word himself has been made flesh. John 1 verse 1. Just John 1 verse 1 to 3. The word himself has been made flesh. Has been revealed to us. The wisdom of God has been revealed to us through the person of Jesus Christ. What other wisdom are you seeking for? You should actually check the scriptures. Read through the scripture. Familiarize yourself with the scriptures. So that you are able to 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 administer or run your affairs based on what the scripture has shown you what the scripture has revealed to it granted there will be there will be times where you need spiritual support you can consult for spiritual support but not to 
divine, you know, then that is what, that is where we're getting it wrong. And a lot of people are led astray because of all the strange vision, this strange um, teachings, strange revelation that people claim that they receive. Jim Boyce um, actually made, I think, what I, what I would say, an astute observation of the the current state of the the church. It's been a long time, over three, four decades, that he probably made the the, the observation, and he still rings rings through today. He said the problem with the church today isn't the inherency of the scripture, but rather the sufficiency of the scripture. Do we really believe that the scripture is sufficient for everything or do we need to supplement the scripture with other things such as, you know, revelations um, or or dreams or visions or, you know, (laughs) prophecies and all that. And I would argue that the scripture is sufficient for all that we need to do for living, you know, even Peter said that God has given us all that we need to live a godly life. You know, all that we need to need. He has equipped up with, with all that we need to live a godly life. What we need to do is to actually familiarize ourselves with the sound doctrines of the Bible that will guide us into truth. There will be no revelation, no new revelation that will pop out. Except, well, there are, there are illusions, not illusions, illuminations. There are illuminations that God can give to people, but God usually will illuminate what has been deposited. God will shed more light to what he has revealed. God will cause people to see what he has revealed, the hidden truth in what he has revealed. That is what what majority of people confuse with revelation. It is not a revelation. It is an it is an illumination. God opening your eyes to see things differently. Like I said, a lot of people have been led astray with the strange wisdom that is not founded on the truth. You know, the Bible teaches us Jesus Christ, even himself, said it, that the Holy Spirit will testify, will bear witness to all that he has taught, will bear witness to he himself. The role of the Holy Spirit first is to sanctify and also to bear witness to what the word has said or who the word is. So let's not let's not confuse the Holy Spirit has some new revelation giver all that the word has revealed, the Holy Spirit will bring to your remembrance and will bear witness to those things. You know, it's not going to, the Holy Spirit is not going to give you um, any revelation that is outside the scripture. Rather, it will, conf- it will confirm what is in the scripture. So we have to get that straight, you know, and stop getting ourselves confused and being misled by visions and prophecies a lot of people live by that that is a it, it is a dangerous way to live all that you need is the scripture the scripture is sufficient for all that you will ever need so back to us deconstructing faith and 
you know, reimagining things. Like I said earlier, there is no new thing that will be revealed in the scripture that the Lord needs to reveal. He actually revealed everything. And when people attempt to reimagine certain things about the Christian faith, you call into question a knowledge that has been running for over 6,000 years. A knowledge that was shaped by, you know, the, the, the framers of thoughts, so to speak. Literally, people that, that taught how to think. Um, and you are, you are, you are reimagining 6,000-year-old knowledge. The assumption is that we are better than those people, people that dedicated their lives to thinking, people with little or less distraction than what we have now, people that all they based their lives on and they lived their lives on was just this discovering the truth of God. Not only that, we call into question a 6,000-year-old tradition of the church history, things that people have argued on, corrected others on, debated, different perspective being called into question, you know. And then somehow we think we will receive a new knowledge that will change things. It is good to question, but at the same time, be honest about it. People that are better than us, they've come. Even in the last 40 years, like I mentioned, when Jim Boyce made this, um, the observation I mentioned earlier, that was over four decades ago, and it still rings through today. Now, what do we think we have to rediscover that is that hasn't been discovered yet? You know, so that's something we have to be we have to be careful uh, when we start all this reimagination. But we have to evaluate the evidences, the arguments that has been made for and against <clears throat> and against these things that we are trying to to um, reimagine. Because not everything needs to be reimagined. Some things are really just based on the eternal truth of God, which really is unchanging. You can decide to move away from it. Be honest with that if you are moving away from it. That will be to your own detriment. That will be your own responsibility. It doesn't necessarily mean that it is wrong. It doesn't mean that um, there is no valid or good argument or case to be made for it. It is just you deciding to throw away this thing. So you have to be honest with that. Like I said, it is good to question, but get to the truth of it. You know, people have seen things going wrong in tradition, in culture, in the society, and they decided to prove, they decided to evaluate, but they evaluate against what the word of the Lord says, against the truth of God. That is what they evaluated against. I'm talking about the abolition of, of slavery, Wilberforce and the rest, George uh, Abraham Lincoln and the rest that were a force against ab um, slave abolishment. You have to think 
why all those things happened or even the emancipation or the liberation of women were started by men that actually looked at the scripture. They got the revelation or illumination from the scripture to that says that they are everyone both men and men they are created equal and are equal before god that's the premise of their argument and that's what they that they're ready to die to defend the truth of god now what we are seeing today is people start questioning things they have no knowledge to compare against you hardly i mean we live in a post-christian world it's well more like in the west well, even out even in, 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 in our in our culture too, not everyone has a sound knowledge of the scripture or even are grounded in any philosophical thought or in any uh, um, knowledge or uh, deep wisdom that they are banking on and they are engaging in the construction or the reimagination of certain things where there is no truth way to evaluate against. You are setting yourself up for failure. You are setting us, yourself up for derailment, you know? So it is very difficult for for me to believe folks that are deconstructing to believe that they are genuine in their heart because in order for you to say you want to reimagine scripture you have to know the scripture first you have to know the scripture in its entirety with all the the knowledge that has been derived from the scripture, from the very onset, you have to consider all those church history, what the what the what the church early churches, the middle age, middle age churches, you know, church throughout the history, what they believed about certain things that you are trying to recon- deconstruct. You see, there's so much to go through before you come to the point where you say, "Well, that thing is not true." You know, we have seen these these are people that have produced results, they have changed the world, they have transformed the fabric of reality as we've come to know it just by the truth of God. And then you want to come in this age and attempt to basically overrule all that. That is highly, highly skeptical. We have to be skeptical of things like that. So do you should you deconstruct your faith? I'll say yes. Um, but deconstruct it with the knowledge of the truth. You know, you have to question and and check, evaluate all that you believe based on the truth of God. Now, a lot of people will say, well, is that sufficient? I guess that's another um, case to be treated another day regarding the sufficiency of the scripture for all this, because that's actually part of the core problem of the world that we live in today and that is that people no longer believe even the bible itself they no longer believe the scripture as the word of god and that's an age-old argument also and also we have found that the, the the consequences of that are really dire so question but question to get to the truth that is important i'm not saying do not do question and there are answers you think you are the only one you are not the only one people have questioned i mean you won't be the first you won't be the last that will go through the exercise you need to do that so that you can get to the truth of the christian faith i'll see you in the next episode keep on well.